Hello everyone. So, today I want to talk about procrastination. Um, I feel like, uh, I feel like no one really, like, yeah, a lot of people talk about procrastination, but it's normally in the sense of, like, take your time, don't rush yourself, everything will come out when it needs to, and it's like, yeah, okay, that's all well and good, but also, that doesn't stop the anxiety that comes along with when you are procrastinating and especially when there's all this like I don't want to call it fake positivity or toxic positivity but it's like it's all I guess meant in like a good way and it's meant to like be beneficial in the sense of like don't rush yourself and like be take time for yourself and blah 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 but when when you are procrastinating and like I'll give you an example I wouldn't even necessarily say this is procrastination but I feel like we especially as you get older you have more on your plate so whereas you might have been pumping something out day in day out or bi-weekly and then you you get to a point where you're doing it once every other week or once a month or whatever. Like I'll give my podcast for example. I used to film moon stories last summer, like sometimes two times a day. Like I was on that shit, but obviously it wasn't in in this format. And recently, especially because I've had like a planned podcast that I've been doing research for and all of that, I've been feeling like I'm slacking. And I got a message like month ago or so someone was like why don't you do podcasts anymore and it really like rubbed me the wrong way because I was like I'm working full-time I'm in uni I have a social life and my priorities have changed and I think that's one thing that like people kind of forget with when they think that they're procrastinating is that priorities are constantly changing and even though you might have been able to do something consistently back in the day it's not feasible anymore and it's the same with like schoolwork. say for example when you're in school and I don't know you're in like year seven for example you're on top with your schoolwork. you get really good grades you're like bashing it out you get to like year nine ten you start going out more have a bit more of a social life your your interests change you start to develop a bit more of a sense of self and a bit more of a like oh I enjoy these things or I enjoy those things your life isn't just revolved around what you're told to do or what it used to be and I think because of our sort of need to attach ourselves to something as humans that's just what we do I am a podcaster or I am a writer or I am a DJ blah 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 blah, whatever it is we attach ourselves to these identities and then if we aren't I guess pumping out content in the same way we punish ourselves and I think content is something that I want to talk about quickly especially because of the media and social I guess sphere that we live in especially like my generation and millennials sort of downwards 
there's so much like do it for the content do it for the content 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 and it's i think the needs have have changed from say whoa cough say from in like the early 90s 80s 70s i don't really know my time periods are a bit off there would be maybe three or four films come out a month Maybe that's actually so wrong. I don't know. I watched this movie, The Holiday. Has anyone seen that movie? And I remember one of the actors in it being like, when in my day, so it was probably actually like the 30s or the 40s, there would be three or four films come out a month and they would be incredible and they're still like classics to this day. Now you get three or four films come out a week and out of those three or four films well, let's say four films a week is 12 a month, maybe one of those will go on to become a classic. And that's actually probably not even a good statistic. Like, this, there's this thing with got to pump it out, got to pump it out. And I think because there's, we have a huge overpopulation issue in this, I don't know, world. And so many people are trying to make something that means something. I think after COVID, we all kind of realised that now, a lot of us weren't doing anything that served us and that's when a lot of people started picking up hobbies and changing their interests and we wanted to make something that is permanent that when we go or when we die or whatever people can go that was from them that was their work that was their art and because there's such a high demand like if you look on like TikTok the amount of posts constantly updated every single day is it's honestly like what is that millions and billions and billions and it's like we're all trying to keep up in this world where none of us actually need to keep up and it's like you know how like say for example you have a group of friends and they're all doing something and you're all not like racing each other but it's like you're trying to motivate each other and the more you're motivating each other the more you're trying to pump out and the more you're trying to pump out the more burnt out you're getting and then because you haven't had that conversation where you're all going I feel so burnt out you're all still going at this pace that is completely unattainable and unrealistic it's the same with this nine to five whole debate that's going on at the minute we are told have been told for the last 150 years that we need to work these hours and we need to constantly be go, 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 go. And it's just not feasible. And yeah, you can do it. But I think that's the reason why so many people get to late 30s, early 40s and they crash and they have midlife crisis and they burn out. And I think that's why a lot of people tend to change their careers when they're about that age because they realise it's not serving them. And we don't have this, like, we we have these conversations more now as a society, but before, these conversations were taboo. It was, oh, you're lazy, or you just don't want to work, or you don't want to, you don't want to be motivated, and it's not necessarily that, and, like, I think another thing that needs to be spoken about is, I feel like I'm speaking really fast. I do apologise. Also, I'm kind of losing my voice, so I apologise if I sound a bit strange. Um, is laziness so one of my friends put on her instagram story yesterday about laziness and let me see if i can find it because i read it and it was really enlightening i mean it's something that i feel like a lot of people talk about but they don't necessarily understand it 
Right, so I found it. Okay. So it says, The more I think about it, the more I realise that being lazy is not a real thing. People are chronically ill, disabled, mentally ill, overworked, exhausted, but lazy isn't even really a thing. It's just another attempt to shame people into capitalist productivity. And I think that's so true. And while I think there's a difference between just not doing your bit so like you go to work and you literally sit there and do fuck all and you don't engage and you're actively like I don't know I don't want to call it lazy but you're actively like not doing what you're you need to do there's a difference between that and then there's a difference between as an observer of someone to call them lazy or to call them like unmotivated because this is one thing about like I guess the evolution of the 21st century with everyone having a platform is that as a society and a collective we're a lot more aware of the fact that everyone lives as complex of a life as us and that's something that we've really not been aware of before as a society unless you have a platform unless you were a celebrity or whatever it was the man on the street that's walking in front of me really slowly. He's just a slow walker. No, he might have a back problem or leg problems. Or the man that's driving slowly in front of you. It's not because he's doing it to deliberately piss you off. He might have been just been out in a car crash and is just building back up his confidence driving again. You know, like things like that. And I think it's something that, because obviously we are so focused around ourselves in our life which isn't a bad thing but sometimes it can be something that is an issue when you're not looking at the reasons why people do something and I think a big part of like my philosophy is if someone is behaving a certain way and maybe you don't like it or it upsets you or it's irritating to you you need to look at why they're doing it instead of just going oh they are this or they are that and it's like putting that label on it and I think that goes back to the productivity thing where it's like at the minute I'm beating myself up because I was meant to have a podcast out three days ago that's not for me it's for my friends and I've been working literally full-time for the past like two months And going from uni where you're literally, like, you go to uni and then you're socialising, but you don't, I I know some people work at uni, but I didn't have a job this year at uni. And going from that where you have all this free time and you have all of these, this, this different schedule to then now where my time is very limited and then getting messages like, why are you not doing it anymore, why have you stopped, it makes you think like you're doing something wrong, or you're not, especially because when you put out something like a podcast, or music, or YouTube videos, or if you are like a content creator, when someone that watches your stuff tells you basically that you're slacking, it's like really like damaging, because you're constantly thinking about it, and I think a big part of when you're constantly thinking about things like that, is that that's time that could be spent thinking about new podcast ideas, but because you're worrying about, I'm not doing it enough, I'm not doing it enough, you're trying to constantly pump out new stuff, and honestly, I have filmed about three podcasts in the last two weeks, and just deleted them all, because I'm not happy with them, and I don't want to part something that I'm not happy with, and I know it's, this is like, a big thing with like the music industry is 
a lot of people say music's not the same as it was and it's all just the same same pumped out shit and I don't think that's true for the sense of um like a lot of artists but if you look at like the charts and I remember reading this article and it was basically saying that apparently a lot of big labels are now telling their artists we need to make kid-friendly music because of TikTok and obviously TikTok has revolutionised the music industry completely like songs that would have never been given the time of day before are now number one hits overnight because some girl's done a TikTok dance to it and it's like you look at that and you're like shit the game is changing everything's changing and I think it's it's changing in such a way that we can't actually keep up with it so while we're trying to change our stuff and we're trying to fit this I don't know content craze I guess you could call it we're forgetting that we're still living the same lives that we were living before we're still going to work and going to our family functions and doing these things that we were doing before where the expectations weren't as high and I think that's why procrastination is such like a toxic there's such a toxic mindset towards it because we don't we we don't sort of have the so like I don't know if anyone's listened to my if in doubt zoom out podcasts but podcast (laughs) but a big thing that I mentioned in that was about connecting the dots and while one thing might have changed it doesn't mean that there aren't three or four other factors influencing that that need to be sort of recognized and that's the thing with the material world and the sort of the world that we live in day to day is everything's an isolated incident and um I can't remember, I watched this YouTube video about quantum theory and it was saying that basically in the past everything has been viewed as an isolated incident and now since the development of like string theory and quantum theory we're realising that everything is connected and scientifically we've missed out on so much evidence because we haven't put the dots together and that's what I say when I say zoom out is that when you zoom out you might realize that I'll give you an example your friend is being shitty with you they're not being nice to you or they're they're being a bit arsy or they're being a bit grumpy and it's happening to you but it's only happened to you maybe a couple times and you've just gone "Oh, oh what the fuck they're being a bit off but then you zoom out a little bit and you look at their their personal situation or you look at how their other friends are dealing with it or it's it's this thing about like collaboration and community and like talking to each other and building these connections like like what I was saying about everything being connected we need to sort of stop being so individualistic all the time I think it has its purposes sometimes but I do think a lot of the time the individualistic approach means that we miss a lot of points like and once you connect them up they build a picture and that's the thing with like I'm going to talk about symbolism for a minute real quick but it's like spiritually you know how to talk about spirituality of course um a lot of times signs and messages and advice will come 
in very symbolic ways it won't be you're not going to get a letter in the post going hi i'm your spirit guide you need to do this <laughs> because it's just not going to happen it will come in very abstract ways and obviously when you first start out that's very hard to piece together but the more you sort of get into it the more you realize that these points once you start connecting the dots and piecing them together they create sort of like a path for you and I'm not saying like there's like a path that you must follow because I think everyone writes their own story in their life but we have this we have this sort of like inner guidance call it your intuition if you will um and in relation to procrastination if it was meant to be done it would have been done and if you've got other things on your plate and other things that are not necessarily more important to you in that moment but things that you're focusing on don't beat yourself up for not being where you were because where you were is not where you are now and I'll give you an example like in relation to my podcast so like where I was before even though I was pumping out all of these moon stories and these podcasts or whatever I was neglecting work I wasn't really doing much uni work at all but now, because I'm not doing as many podcasts, I'm saving up money for uni next year. Do you know what I mean? It's all give and take. And it's like, just because you can't keep it up now, it doesn't mean that it's over for you. And, like, I see a lot of, like, these motivational posts on Instagram with all these, like, quotes from these big motivational speakers. And they're like, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, if you're putting one foot in front of the other and, like, you're running and... And then all of a sudden you start to wobble and wobble and wobble and it doesn't look as pretty anymore and you're making smaller steps and you're nearly falling over. But if you can still put one foot in front of the other, you're still making progress. It doesn't matter how big or small the progress is. And I think that's another thing with with the societal view of procrastination is we're taught to shut down and we're taught to not keep going. And we're taught that there are people and things that are more important and deserve more time than our specific needs so say you have a side hobby a side hustle that you're really into and then your work starts picking up workload and you're there going I can't juggle both I can't balance both the societal expectation is that you drop your side hustle because your boss is the most important thing and without that you will have no career and it's it's like no there needs to be this balance and I think that's like one thing that I've noticed and I'm going to talk about this quickly because I've got quite a lot of friends that have side hustles and they have things that they know they can pursue as a career but they're still in that process of it's not financially feasible for them to do that full time so they're balancing like a full-time job with their side hustle and I think that's something that especially in the like economic climate we live in at the minute it's so hard for people with a passion and with a hobby to turn that into their every day and their life and it's like especially when that is something that you want to do every day and it is something you want to really pursue but you have financial restrictions and these sort of 
limitations that are holding you back because you've still got to put food on your table you've still got to provide you've still got to put clothes on your back and you can't do that because the I guess the client pool for what you want to do is not at the size yet where you can just drop everything and go I want to do this forever and I think that's one thing that maybe like a lot of older people don't really realize is whereas back in the day they could they could go I don't know say it was a stand-up comedian for example they could go to all these comedy nights and do their stand-up and then go to work and then because the the cost of living was so much lower they had that that flexibility whereas now it's if you miss a couple shifts you've pretty much fucked over your food shop for the week and it's it's things like that that I think maybe the older generation forget and don't realize is that we're we're still trying to do the same things that you were trying to do we're just trying to do it in a way that is acceptable for the current climate and quick little side note here I think this is quite a big thing this is I talk about this quite a lot is that to a lot of older people I want to say maybe like the generation before millennials and up they're still living in the world that they were living in before um and I'm not trying to say that they haven't struggled or they haven't had issues or anything like that because I I think that they well very much so have but I think a lot of because I have this conversation with my mom quite a lot and she's like so so with the like cost of living crisis is she's like well I'm making cuts I'm I'm making like differences and and just to like keep myself afloat and all this stuff and I'm like but the difference is is that whereas you still have your house you've paid off your mortgage you have your stability you have your car you have your savings I don't actually know if I'm going to see 30 because of the way the the climate crisis is and the way that our pound coin is depreciating it's not because I'm being irresponsible with my money and buying a coffee three times a week it's because the price of fuel is disgustingly high and whereas you're lucky to be in a position where your job is five minutes down the road one of my friends for example is a house-to-house carer and she has to spend 400 pound a month on fuel and it's it's things like that this like this understanding of each other that we don't necessarily have and it's like whereas people our generation genuinely have these fears and I think the older generation kind of they don't understand it because in their day it was you're born you work you die and our generation is so up in the air like we don't want to work nine to fives anymore because it's not sustainable we don't know if we're gonna have an alien invasion in the next month we don't know if there's going to be a huge natural disaster we don't know if there's going to be another covid and because we were at that age of so say for example covid where covid happened that was right at the start of our developmental years i mean i know everyone was obviously a different age when covid hit but for myself and my peers i went into covid at 18 uh fresh 18 years old i came out at nearly 20 And that's two years of your life that are hugely transformational. Like, a lot of people 
would set themselves up in those years but what were we doing we were locked inside and it's like and then I think that's why a lot of people my age get very irritated with older people when they tell us that we're lazy and see I've done a full circle back back to point one <laughs> that we're lazy and that we're procrastinating and our bosses are going well we just need a bit more like you just need to actually like put the effort in, effort in and it's like what do you think we've been doing for the last two years because I haven't been staying in my room because of because of choice I've been doing it because I was forced to and it's like this procrastination thing is like you beat yourself up over it and you you give yourself a hard time and you think that you're not doing enough and you're not you're not producing enough but it's only because the standard and the bar has increased so much so and I don't even think that the bar has increased because people have increased the bar I think it's because the quantity of people that are is more competition and it's like say for example right this is a really like interesting reference I don't really know uh RuPaul's Drag Race right if you watch season one through three the bar was pretty low and then it starts to increase the bar starts to increase you look at everyone on that show now they have to have such a high quality level they have to be good at makeup they have to be good at the lip syncing they have to be good at costumes they have to have so many such such a wide skill set because the bar is so high and that's one thing is that as a society the bar is always increasing and that's not necessarily a bad thing because it's pushing us to do better but it is a bad thing when you're starting out and you go how the fuck am I ever gonna get to where they are because it just seems unrealistic and I think I'm gonna end it there um I don't want to ramble when I have nothing more to say I love how I've ended it on RuPaul's Drag Race that's just incredible but (laughs) thank you so much for listening I love you all and I will see you soon